welcome to Forever Canon. <laughs> the podcast, Tim, where we talk about Focus. weird stuff, gross stuff, wild stuff, stuff that climbs on rocks. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are here to break down for you. New Jedi Order, book four, Agents of Chaos 1, Heroes Trial, chapters 13 through 16. Ah, In mm-hmm. which, where we left off, things were about to start. This week, the startening, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. But for... <laughs> Sounds like you mispronounced straightening. <laughs> the startening. But first, bum bum bum. Previously, on Forever Cannon, Han fights with his wife. Anakin gives him Space Army Knife. <laughs> you better have two more. I got three more. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. All right. Each chapter gets a duo, bro. All right. Almost every time. <clears throat> Newscaster. Long interrogation begins, abruptly ends. Unlike the rest of his fam, Han fights slavers. <laughs> Ord Mantell in the crosshairs. The princess is in this castle. (laughs) I don't know why these are so weird. I don't know. Because of me. That was last week. This week, we start with chapter 13, where the priestess Elan recounts for us the deadly breath bugs growing in her lungs. Mm -hmm. They feel almost ready. She can feel them longing for their Jedi targets. That was the whole point of this. Don't forget. Mm -hmm. She's got this deadly thing growing inside of her lungs that she is going to cough all over the Jedi once she gets them in her presence. Yep. It's the whole point. She's got enough for four breaths, apparently. Oh, by the way, remember last week when an assassin came and tried to kill her? Guess what his last name was? Shy. Mm -hmm. He was a disgraced clan shy member right because Shadow shy failed and all that jazz and mm-hmm. fell in a hole in a fake fake building <laughs> fell, fell in the basement of a fake building <laughs> yep that was such a funny and weird trap <laughs> there's one one building on this entire jungle planet on the surface of it everything else what an idiot he's dead <laughs> his assassin cousin is dead and Elon and Verger have a conversation about about how Verger was brought back from this galaxy mm-hmm. to the expansionary Yuzhan Vong force while they were still in between galaxies. Yep. Their scouts gathered a bunch of species, a bunch of prisoners, and brought them back. Verger was one of them. And she is from this galaxy. Yes. She is from the Star Wars. Yeah, because they said they they got humans and Twi'leks and all sorts. Some were experimented on. And most of them died. And the reason why Verger is still Elon's companion for years and years is because she survived. Yep. And proved herself to be useful. And had some sort of genetic manipulation done to her at some point. I don't think so. I think what she Elon said was like. You look like something we would have created. 
But you yes. are you, like she is. She is a species called Fosh. The Fosh. And she lived here when the Jedi were many. What? This chapter got me all excited about this book, man, and all excited about Verger and the Yuzhan Vong because they've been. She's been a weird secret or like a weird anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like a question. She's been a question to be answered. Uh, just because she looks so weird. A weird. I've never heard of her species yeah. before. She's. I've never seen anything ah, that looked like her before. She's a Fosh. She used to be in this galaxy. She's been with the Vong for year, d- decades. I don't know how long. Was, we, we know their, their scouts were here as early as 50 years ago. So it's got to be. And she's saying she them. lived here when the Jedi were many. So the fall, the, before the fall of the Old Republic. Not the Old Republic. No, before the rise of the Empire. The rise of the Empire. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before the fall of the regular Republic. <laughs> Old, regular, new. <laughs> yes. There are three stages of Republic. But yeah, she lived here when the Jedi were many. Elon says something about maybe the Vong should learn how to use the Force. Yeah. Or at least understand it. I'm sorry. Please, no. <laughs> if I could make one suggestion... Please, God, do not let the Yuzhan Vong all somehow get a grasp or understanding or control of the Force. Yes. That is our only advantage against them, even if it seems right now disadvantageous. We can't feel them in the Force. They they don't respond to being pushed with the Force. They don't get cut by lightsabers as easily their armor, right? Mm-hmm. We don't seem to have that advantage, but it's our only difference right now. It's the only thing we have that they don't mm-hmm. on our New Republic side. And um, Vergier mentions that it's it, that the force. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Vergier says this that I would like to read right from the book, I think. Yes. The force is a sword with two edges, mistress. Cut one way and vanquish. But be careless on the backswing or allow your mind to wander and you risk undoing all you've accomplished. She gazed at Ilan. Indeed, it might befit the Yuzhan Vong to become aware of the Force, but it is not for all to employ. Such power should be reserved for those with the strength to heft the sword and the wisdom to know when to wield it. Okay. Yeah, that's the part that you were going to... Yeah, gonna I was going to talk about that. Yep. Paraphrase, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Pink note. The direct from the book <laughs> is better than my it. recollection of it. Man, what? How? Okay. What does she really know about the Force? Vergere seems... She came from a time of a lot of Jedi. Mm-hmm. She seems informed about the Force more than the general public ever seems to be. What did, What more... What? What is her relationship with the Force? She could, you know, she could just be whatever, a person who knew a Jedi or a person who knew a force sensitive, or she could be slightly forced. She could have been a Jedi. Uh, yep. She could have been a Jedi from the old Republic Revan and Malik days. I don't know how old this species lives. Yeah. Uh, what their longevity and lifespan is. She seems to know a lot more about the force than she's saying. And did she just say that the Yuzhan Vong are not wise enough nor strong enough to wield the force. That's what she just said at the end of this chat, uh, at the end of that paragraph. 
Yeah, I the, lost it. The, the, the Yuzhan Vong on a hole. You have to be iron. wise enough to know when to use it and strong enough to heft the sword. She said, you're not. Yeah. Like, you're not worthy of Mjolnir. Yeah. You're not allowed. <laughs> you're not smart enough and you're not strong enough. She just she just said that to the face of a Yuzhan Vong. In, in, in very, like, cryptic. Yeah, dialogue. yeah. In, in very... Uh, um, like espionage, like yeah, secret yeah, words. Yeah. Thieves can't. Yes. <laughs> but like, that's what I pulled out of this. Mm-hmm. She knows a lot about the force and she just totally condescended to this Yuzhan Vong about her entire species. Yeah. Well, maybe they're not strong enough to wield it because they can't touch it. Three star... Cut to Ord Mantel, where a mix of New Republic and IR, Imperial Remnant ships. (laughs) (laughs) It's some infrared ships. Yep. I'm like, NR, New Republic. Got that. What was IR supposed to be? (laughs) Yes, a mix of New Republic and Imperial Remnant ships have arrived and gathered to defend Ord Mantel against the now arriving forces of the Yuzhan Vong, and it's about to go down. Chapter title? Sword with two edges. Oh, that's good. Vergere. That's it, man. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, she she, she is the big so question mark. Fascinating. Yeah. Cause also it seems so such a discrepancy with the way of Yuzhan Vong life to keep a pet or keep another species even alive. Mm-hmm. Like, why does Vergere why is she given this amount of respect to exist? crazy she's so interesting chapter 14 han previously on forever canon started a bar brawl and now we see that has landed about half of the bar here in jail cells. <laughs> they're all in jail because <laughs> you know once something kicks off and a chair got thrown across the room and it hit Hit a bith. The bith, and luckily the bith thought it was the Trandoshans that did it, and then someone else, it just turned into a whole fracas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Han Solo. Classic, right? That's like him reliving his past, his younger days, where like you're smuggling, you see some other smugglers or bounty hunters in a bar, and you start a bar fight. Um, there's no way that wasn't constant in his past, right? Yeah. Even just look at the one scene of the, whatever. Anyways, whatever, man. There's no way. There's no way he's not so used to this. Han and Roa, sitting in the jail cell, are bailed out. They get to walk out and talk smack to everybody else on the way out. Yeah, and the the Trandoshan uh, Bosk, yeah. which he does which get he named, says his name. Yeah. yeah, or is after he speaks, he is named. It gives him a, gives Han a little threat. Hey, don't ever show your face around here again, or something. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not. I don't care. And he's like, <laughs> I'm the one that's getting out right Goodbye. now. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> They're bailed out, of course, by his rich wife, right? <clears throat> No, Tim, this is a smuggler story. Mm-hmm. This is a book about smugglers. So who bails them out? A local gangster. Yep. Boss B. Cool name? Mm. Kind of cool. Probably cooler before Boss Baby came out. So that's <laughs> yeah. all I could think of. Yeah. I'm like, is this guy a Boss Baby? <laughs> Tiny little dude in a nice little suit. <laughs> By the way, Boss Baby looks like Alex when he was a baby. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes, 100%. he does. Shout out to Alex. I know you're not listening. Mm-mm. I didn't even... Anyways, okay. 
Boss Baby. They get bailed out by Boss Baby. And described as just about the ugliest dude in the galaxy. Yeah. He's he looks like a a half hut half human with a with big saucer eyes that like telescope a bit out of his face. He's got a flat nose, a big mustache, somehow, and flappy pink ears. Disgusting. This guy's grosser than the Eugene Vaughn. Yeah, it's it all of his different attributes are like fighting with each other for dominance. Yeah, and they're all gross. <laughs> yeah. He's not it's not doesn't sound like he looks good. But regardless of how he looks, Han Solo recognizes another old smuggling counterpart, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, Big Bungie? That's not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bungie? The no. J like it could be a soft J. Big Bunny? No. No, not better. Not better. Han calls him by his name. We get a little more recap of some old Han exploits between these two guys. And this old smuggle buddy has info on the traitor that we're tracking. He's in hot space. What's the Peace Brigade? Yeah. I'll ask some questions. Yeah. I'll find out for you. I'll ask around. And then... Bang, boom, smash, crash. The big wheel shudders. The Vong are attacking. And panic ensues. Chaos. Well, bad news for all those dudes in the prison cells. Yeah. Yikes. Nobody's going to go and release the prisoners. No, no, no. Nobody lets the prisoners out when war comes. You all die in your cells for the crimes that you don't deserve to die for. Except for maybe Bosk. We'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised, right? It's why he's named and and laid in here. Mm -hmm. He's going to come back. He's going to be in the story again, probably. But Org Mantell is officially under attack. Chapter title? Colossal Hand. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> uh, big Boss Bungie. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like Big Bungie, but I don't mind Boss Bungie. Right, yeah. And I don't like Boss B, but Boss Bungie. Is like... Bungie Boss? No, that's worse. <laughs> it's not great. No. Chapter 5. No. <laughs> There's a five in it. There is. Chapter one five. <laughs> Chapter multiple of five. Chapter ten plus five. <laughs> Lots of ships are battling for many pages without a single named character. Mm-hmm. It looks, seems like the Vong are overpowering the New Republic as they often do. And then a Vong ship launches a giant snake mouth. At the Jubilee wheel. Yep. They're like, oh, here comes a protrusion, a black protrusion out of one of these giant coral ships. But it's like fluid. It like wiggles. And and... then as it reaches the Jubilee wheel, it turns into a giant maw and bites down on the giant space station. And then like starts grabbing it. This is horrifying. Yeah. We didn't know they had stuff like this. Although, I'm not surprised. They've got all kinds of freaky space creatures that they do weird stuff with. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff, gross stuff, wild stuff. Stuff that bites on chips. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't... What is this thing? And what... It's gross. What? A giant snake mouth comes out of a ship and bites the Jubilee wheel. Cut to... Chaos 
inside the Jubilee wheel for Han and his two friends that he's... Oh, yeah, by the way, the third guy that they met with, he's with them, too. Yeah, Fazgo or whatever. Yes, I didn't write him down, so I didn't care. Fazgo. All three of Han and his two friends are in the midst of this chaos as the Vong Snake shakes this giant space station. It reaches out and grabs it and then has enough tensile strength in its tentacle, we'll say, mm-hmm. to shake this space station around. Okay, I'm being, I guess, pretty dramatic with my hand movements. Even if you just grabbed it and went, uh, just like wiggled it back and forth. It, it's a space station. That's, <laughs> wow. How powerful is this thing, man? It bites a hole through the wall, which, of course, Han Solo is just happened to be running down that hallway yep. with his friends. Bam! Hole in the wall. And as you do with a space station, a hole in the wall means everyone starts getting sucked out the hole. Yep. Gone. Third wheel friend in all this anti-gravity chaos takes a mouse droid to the dome. (laughs) Bang! Right in the head. And he is gone. Sucked out the hole. Yep. Roa is too old to hold on. Gone. that, That scene right there got me a little bit because he's... He's like... It's they a, have this whole it's okay. dialogue. They have a little. They have a talk about it. And he's like, "I can't do it. That's okay. It's okay. You go Han. do your thing. You hold on. I'm gonna let go and die. It's. I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's like I've one lived of those a good life or something. He, how they're talking. It's like he could have held on, but he's like, I know I won't last forever. So he just kind of lets go. Right. What if you only need to last two more minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on, dude. <laughs> just hold on as long as you can. What are no, you doing? So he lets go, and now all of Han's friends are dead again. Yeah. And he screams. This heart-wrenching, not blood, blood-hurtening scream. <laughs> Grief! Yes. <laughs> God! But the other part of that Roa thing is that he's too old to hang in there. Yeah. Too old, right, Han? Yes. Right? Same age. Ooh. Or close. Han screams, and one of the biker mice from Mars flies by and grabs onto his leg. <laughs> Makes them a little taller. And they kind of, they have their own little uh, dialogue and exchange where they are jokey, jokey at each other. The tone of the dialogue is weird. Tone is exactly the right word. Mm -hmm. Because we go from, I lost my friend and I'm screaming in agony, pain, and grief to, do you mind if I hold on to your legs for a minute? I don't know if you can hold on to my legs. If you There's like exchanging yeah. sarcastic jabs and yeah. jokes with each other. If I'm too heavy, instantly. I'll let go of my hat and yeah, all this yeah. kind of shit. Oh, perhaps I should let my hat go and I'll be light enough for hold onning, huh? <laughs> you're like, what? You don't know this about hold onning, huh? You remove hat and now you're hold onning. Anyways, I don't know why he's French. I don't know why he's terribly French. Not uh, accurately French. Space French. Yes. Space French. Space French. Biker mice from Mars guy, they, he and Han Solo talk it out and they see a button on the wall that will, of course, emergency shut the hole in the wall. Drop a blast door or something. You've always got redundancies and precautions to close a a hallway or a room on a spaceship. Mm -hmm. I would, I would bet like a Russian doll situation. If that one fails, there's another one inside and another one to foot inside that. Like I would. Yep. That's why I would build my ship. I I am prospect of going to space is horrifying yeah but i love these books <laughs> it's the i i imagine a spaceship is the same as a like an earth submarine where it's just got all these redundant bulkheads barriers and drop and, to keep yeah. you alive from the instant death 
just outside your vehicle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't need submarines or spaceships. Thank but you hey, very much. Speaking of that instant death, it's not space outside that hole, says our biker mouse friend. Yep. There's no stars out there. That's something swallowing everybody, inhaling everybody. They need to daisy chain themselves down to this button and they kick uh, Han kicks it with his boot. The wall comes down. Crisis averted temporarily. We have gravity. Yeah, except for there's a thing eating people. Yeah, and what is it? And why is it? They, Han and this Rin, run. <laughs> they they run to uh, where, I guess, the happy dagger is. Because Roe is gone. That's the, that's the ship they came in on. So they run, yeah, it is, they run to the happy dagger because it takes time for Han to open up the security thing or whatever, like to get the ship to open up. And along their way back to the, the parking <laughs> parking lot, mm-hmm. they gather a bunch of women and children and refugees uh, that are all stranded on the Jubilee wheel. Much reminiscent of our time at Cernpedal. Yeah. They didn't just escape with their own lives. They saved as many people as they could while they escaped certain death. And one of them certainly died. And now Han's friend has been sucked into a monster. Yes. And that other guy that we came here with also. (laughs) But this is very, very much a a reflective mirror of what happened at Cernpedal. That's why we took the time to talk about everything that happened. Took the time to talk about Chewbacca throwing refugees and escapees. Onto the Falcon, all of this, you know, heroic others before myself. Yeah, good now, guess. Now we're getting into the sort of same situation. They end up in the Happy Dagger, and they fly off with the refugees. They escape right out of the space station and into the battle. Yeah. Because Ord Mantell is under attack, not the space station. There's fighters and coral skippers and... Like lava this balls. This is a crazy chapter. There's yeah. a snake out there. Yep. In my boot. So it's sucking up hostages? Yeah. It's taking prisoners. They like to sacrifice people. Yep. Shoot them into the sun <laughs> on yes. a ship, as maybe you do from time to time. They're not dead in space. Han Solo just thought he watched his old friend die. But this time, can they be saved? Chapter title? Uh, I, I put a mouth. Shut up. Yeah. Mine has a little extra flair. A mouth? <laughs> That's my chapter title too. <laughs> a mouth? And the reason I said mine was such a question mark is because in brackets next to it, I put dread weapon because it's scary. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like... Because that's yeah, what they call like it, Yeah, it's like the Death too. Star, right? Yeah. Where, like, look how scary this thing is. It also will destroy you, but don't forget to be afraid of it first. Yes. So, that's twice in two episodes we've had the same... Man, we're good at this. Yeah. A mouth? <laughs> Chapter 16. On Solo, in hero pilot mode, mm-hmm. decides, I'm going to fly straight for that Vong snake... And rescue my friends. The Rin, Mm -hmm. quotes, as he's called, 
Like The Rock? <laughs> the Ring. The Rock. Biker Rock from Mars? Anyways. Okay. Mm-hmm. He calls Han demented. <laughs> yes. Ah. Han Solo wants to fly at the Vong Snake and rescue his friends because he doesn't want him to die. Yep. And have to scream in grief. He's tired of losing people. The Rin calls him demented and allow me to read from the book. Han suddenly grasped that he wasn't aboard the Falcon and cursed to himself. If he was alone, or even if it was just him and the Rin, he might have risked attacking the dread weapon anyway. It's right in there. Hmm. But the shuttle's passenger compartment was filled with scores of innocents. What's a score? 14? I don't know. A bunch. Scores of innocents who were already on the run from the war and who definitely didn't deserve to be taken into battle by a madman at the controls of a weaponless and unshielded craft. So a few points here. Number one. Yeah, you have to fly away and save the refugees, huh? Number two. You should have taken the Falcon. Yep. Uh, Greatest ship in the galaxy? You're flying a ship that has no shields and no weapons now. Stupid choice. It's stupid Even ship. If Why would you not have shields? <laughs> As an old smuggler guy, maybe Han just doesn't know the secret buttons or something. He, You know, it's, it's a moment where Han actually realizes, oh, this is everything that Anakin had to do. While I was sitting there being mad mm-hmm. on the boarding ramp. Anakin had to be the one in the pilot seat going, there's scores of refugees on this ship from CERN Padal, and I have to save dozens and let Chewbacca die or else we all die. Yep. I cannot risk the lives of 30, 40 innocent people. Mm -hmm. And Han Solo, oh my God, Tim, has this moment of realization. And, you know, he's already been feeling bad about the things he said. But now, in sitting in that seat, in that same situation. Yep. He's realizing what a colossal ass he's been. Yeah. Like, he just... It's honestly all... It's all been reasonable reaction from him, but mm-hmm. it's been wrong. Yes. It's all been understandable. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been right. Like, there are just has to be moments in your life where you're too hurt to be the bigger, better person. Mm-hmm. And you just wallow in it. But Han Solo has this realization, and I I hope he apologizes to Anakin for real and explains this connection. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, Han Solo, not going to fly into the snake and save my friends, but I am going to buzz right by it to be an asshole. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try and just intimidate the thing by flying too close to it. And then the Vong try real hard to catch Han Solo and company, whom are having fantastic banter the entire flight. Mm. Him and this, the ring. <laughs> Han, of course, pilots us at a certain doom, and a droid crashes into the windshield. <laughs> like a... Save me. <laughs> yeah. Um, a uh, hitchhiker, uh, the ring says uh, casually. Thor from... Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that, Infinity War? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After, right? After, or uh, the, the first one? Uh, yeah. Whatever. 
One of those. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just bang. A body splats across your windshield in space. Mm. But it's a droid. It's alive. And they're like, oh, we'll bring him in. But I, man, the way that the Ren is just so, I don't know. He's so calm and casual. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, that's the, that's what I'm personifying him as in my head. Right? Yeah. The way that he speaks is just chill and, and cool. And the, the way he just like, the thing smashes in the windshield and he's like, hitchhiker. <laughs> I freaking yeah. die, dude. Just the calmest, like, matter-of-fact kind of... That's a hitchhiker. Yep. Oh, crazy flight. Yep. Crazy, crazy flight. Just like the real-life Han Solo, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Man has had a few crazy flights in his life. The only... Um, Han is scared. Yes, that's okay, what I was going to say. Go ahead. It, he's shaking uncontrollably. Uh. Um... And His hands on the controls. Yeah, whether shaking it's with fear. fear, adrenaline, combination of the both. He says fear, yeah. But he says he says to himself, admits that he's afraid. Yeah. Why? Because his friend died and burst that bubble of invulnerability that they've been living in yep. for decades. People can die. Your best friend can die. Even if you're saving the galaxy for 40 years from the scariest, baddest shit in the universe... <laughs> Still might get smushed by a moon at the end. Yeah. Not the end, even. Sorry. Before the end. Because yeah. that's the point, right? Is He didn't make it to the end of all of our lives. Chewbacca should have outlived everybody. He should have passed that life debt onto all three of those children. Good luck. <laughs> right? But anyways. Han is scared. And we cut to... I guess I was wrong about my evaluation of the battle. The New Republic have won. And the Vong are being driven back, sent running away from Ord Mantell, which has been successfully defended, even if the Admiral here can't understand how they won. Yeah. Right? He's not trusting of the victory. No, he's like, oh, well, we won, but I, I'm not sure how. Mm-hmm. But there they go. Why are they running, Tim? Always, It's always a ploy with them. They just captured how many people off that spaceship? Yep. X They're of stealing people. people and running. Mm-hmm. Stealing people and running. For what purpose? Not ransom. No. Could be a sacrifice. Could be a pretend ransom to try to get their two people back to bolster the legitimacy of the whole operation. Yeah. Or Experimentation. in a worst case scenario... What if it's like a body snatchers thing and they send all these people back brainwashed or like Manchurian candidate sleeper agent type of thing. They're stealing people and running away. That is so scary. That is so scary. Not I'm going to take this person and then I'm going to kill you and then leave. I'm going to take this person from right in front of you. Goodbye. You cannot catch me. You cannot find me. Bye-bye. What's going to happen to Roa? Oh, baby. Should have went and saved your friend, I guess, before they left. (laughs) Chapter title? Moments. Oh, we didn't connect on this one. (laughs) A mouth? No, last chapter. Uh, I went with not certain. (laughs) I think that was what the Admiral said. Not certain how we won this. Yeah. Nothing. Is certain right now. Han Solo is scared. Leia 
don't know, did something during this battle, I'm sure. <laughs> Didn't check in on her at all. Nope. She's, Come on. Give she's me a cut, the- too, of her ushering people around and getting them to safety. Like, her kind of diplomatic... Uh... Yeah, she was on the planet, though, I think. Yeah. 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 And the Vong they did are here. Fire, they did fire on the planet. And they're here. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We could have cut to her doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it could have been a mirror of her having to save people like Han Solo was having to save people where you have to uh, give up the thing that you actually want to do right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Didn't talk about her because she ain't on the cover. What a crazy episode, man. Who is Verger? Are more of Han's friends dead? Just because they got sucked into the snake. I, I'm not going to assume they're alive. Maybe they're capturing these people or maybe they're feeding that monster. Yeah. To make it different and bigger? I don't know. Oh, what are the Vong up to? I never know what they're doing back there. <laughs> Find out next week when we cover New Jedi Order Book 4, Agents of Chaos 1, Heroes Trial, Chapters 17 through 21. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. No jizz music. No. Not, not a note of jizz in sight. <laughs> not this time. In earshot. In goodbye. <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.